Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Yo, what's up? Welcome to Kind of Funny Games Daily for Wednesday, September 13th, 2023. I'm one of your hosts, Blessing Adioye Jr. Joining me is the Nitro Rifle, Andy Cortez. Good morning, Blessing Adioye Jr. Good morning, Andy Cortez. How's it going? I'm doing well. Um, it's just been a, it's, it has been a barrage of video games. Oh yeah. It has been a barrage. And I'm glad that we finally put out that review this morning. We yeah. recorded about a month ago, two months ago. Yeah. Yeah. We had to record it early. Yeah. There's been so many other games <laughs> for us to get to. I'm already playing Final Fantasy VII. Rebirth. I'm not playing Final Fantasy VII Rebirth for the record, but yeah, a lot of, a lot of video games to play. Where are you with your Eliza P playthrough? Well, the Eliza P playthrough will begin over today. Oh. I'm going to start it all over on the Kind of Funny stream. Oh. Right after this. Right after Games Day. So stick tune, uh, stay tuned right there because apparently media has like a couple days exclusive on it before the influencers get it. Yeah. So might as well stream it. Yeah. We're Have just fun play with the it. Hell out of while it, we yeah. got it. Absolutely. Play Eliza P, which. Y'all should play Eliza P, but I won't res- I won't spoil the review because, of course, we got a review roundup later. And also, we have a games cast that's up right now where it's me and Andy doing a rare one-on-one games cast, mm-hmm. talking all about our time playing Liza P. I, I mean, played it. I beat it. It's so good, blessed that I knew today I was going to restart the playthrough, but I couldn't stop playing on my main playthrough the other night mm. or yesterday. It's yeah. just that damn good. It's that much fun. I mean, even you mentioning the idea of replaying it gets me excited because I'm like, oh, what if I replayed it? What if I actually there's too spec- many games bust. There's too many games. I'm already like many hours into a different game that I'm now reviewing after Liza P, even though we just put out our Liza P review. Um, but it's the idea of like I told you on that review that I spec'd into technique. And technique is basically the hard mode of that video game. And I'm like, well, what if I did a motivity instead? What if I went back and did things right? Here's what you should do. I'm gonna give you a little reco right now. The Troy Baker reco. Finally play Dark Souls. Oh shit! Yeah, that would be that would be. Awesome. I almost I almost put out a tweet like a day into my Liza P review because I, as soon as as soon as I started playing Liza P, I was like, man, I really like these kind of games. What if I, like I'm I'm gonna put out a tweet that's like, yo, what's a game I should play if I like Liza P <laughs> and Bloodborne and Elden Ring? Like, what's a game that I should play if I like these games? And I was like, oh fuck, I should just play Dark Souls. You really I? should. You Damn. really should. Uh, what a, a little reco from me, a little Troy Baker reco right here. Mm-hmm. Um, I would re-roll, if I were you, re-roll, start a new character in Cyberpunk to get ready for the DLC. Ooh, that's not a bad idea. Because, again, Cyberpunk, they had the 2.0 update. Mm -hmm. The 2.0 update is going to massively shift everything you know about the game. Yep. Or everything that you think you remember about the game in terms of all the skill tree stuff, all the new abilities, driving combat. Yeah, the cops are even more angry this time. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But yeah, it's it's all these new systems that they've been working on for several years. I would re-roll a character if I were you, start a new game. Because here's the thing. Here's what's going to happen. You know it's going to happen. You're going to say, oh, I can't wait to see what's up with Idris Elba in this DLC. You're going to hop into your character. You're going to go, what the hell's going on? Yeah, you're not going to remember any of the buttons. You're yeah. going to come off fresh off of Starfield, probably. Yeah, you're going to wake up. You're like, I'm not even in Night City. I'm in Wichita, Kansas right now. Yeah. I, this isn't you're where like, I thought I was. How do I fly I to space? I'm going to click L to bring up my mission yes. log and like click a 
fucking like try to highlight a specific mission, but then I got to highlight one of the submissions. You're gonna hit the, the tab button. Click to go R back. to set my jump grab over to the, the other system, and I'm like, wait a second, no, this is Cyberpunk. I different just video. Stay game. in one city. Start I'm a new character. Start a new story. Uh, obviously, you know, you probably won't have to get very, very leveled up because I think you can play the DLC like at any point, really. Oh, okay, that's good. Um, so yeah, that's what I would do. A little reco, a little Troy oh, Baker reco. Oh, all right, right cool, all right, cool. Well, my little reco, what a few days before uh, before Mortal Kombat comes out. Maybe maybe like jump into Mortal Kombat 11, Mortal Kombat 10, right? Play, oh, play a little bit of like get your your feet wet, get your feet back into the Mortal Kombat space. Because if you're like me, you probably played a lot of Street Fighter. And as we learned during Summer Game Fest, I picked up that preview for Mortal Kombat One. Did not did not feel right. Right, like I, I, it took me a while to like get back into the Mortal Kombat headspace. I was always up there pressing back to block and shit that I shouldn't be doing Mortal mm. Kombat. So that's my little reco. If we're if we're getting prepared for games coming out soon later in this month, maybe hop back into Mortal Kombat 10, Mortal Kombat 11. Also, the reason why I brought up Cyberpunk is because you're playing on that PC laptop. I am man. playing on that PC. You're playing on that PC laptop with that 3070 in there. Come on, big great. dog. Come it's on. And enough about all that. Let's talk about a Nintendo Direct, which has been announced today. Square Enix has lost a lot of money and more because this is Kind of Funny Games Daily. Each and every week at 10 a.m. live right here on YouTube.com slash Kind of Funny Games and Twitch.tv slash Kind of Funny Games. We run you through the nerdy news you need to know about. If you're watching live, you can correct us when we get stuff wrong by going to kindoffunny.com slash you're wrong. If you don't want to watch live, you can watch later on YouTube.com slash Kind of Funny Games or you can listen later on podcast services around the globe by searching for kind of funny games daily remember you can use epic creator code kind of funny on all like store and epic in-game purchases like rocket league and fortnite to help support the channel to be a part of the show head to kind of funny.com slash kfgd to write in with your questions squad ups and more and remember patreon.com slash kind of funny will get you the show ad free plus a bevy of bonus content housekeeping for you a new kind of funny games cast is up right now, and it's our Lies of P review, like we were talking about earlier. It's a one-on-one -on -one episode of Gamescast with me and Andy. Andy's first time hosting Gamescast. And so go over to the video, show him some, some love, comment, let Andy host. Maybe put a hashtag in there too. Hashtag let Andy host. You're not gonna believe the things I said in this episode. Oh, he said some wild You're not gonna things. believe <laughs> it. He said some wild things. Uh, of course, thank you to our Patreon producers, Brave Athos, Jedi Master Deadpool, and Delaney Twining. Today we're brought to you by Rocket Money and DraftKings Sportsbook, but we'll tell you about that later for now. But let's begin with what is and forever will be the Roper Report. It's time for some news. We have seven stories today. A Baker's Dozen. Starting with our number one, a new Nintendo Direct has been announced. I called it yesterday on my episode with Janet Garcia. I was very happy. I was like, I wouldn't be really? surprised. Yeah. Literally, I said the words, I wouldn't be surprised if tomorrow we got an announcement for a Nintendo Direct on Thursday. And it all lined up perfectly. This is from Nintendo what do you know, America man? on Twitter. They tweeted out, tune in September 14th at 7 a.m. Pacific time for a Nintendo Direct live stream featuring roughly 40 minutes of information focused on Nintendo Switch games releasing this winter. This winter. Uh, to bring in a little bit of context, of course, we've been talking about it. Me and Tim have been talking about it, right? There's been a lot of rumor mill stuff going on around uh, a possible Nintendo Direct. Uh, from IGN, they say, among the rumored announcements are remasters for Nintendo classics like The Legend of Zelda Wind Waker, a Fire Emblem remake, and a new Donkey Kong game. The next-gen Switch could also get an early tease, uh, though Nintendo may be wary of disrupting its holiday release schedule. Um, with that Donkey Kong game, one thing I'll add in there is I've been, I've been on the Twitter Right, I know it's called X now. I'm still calling it Twitter. I'll never call it X. The streets are saying that 
y'all might want a new Donkey Kong Country, right? Of course, because it's been a while since Donkey Kong Country. It might actually be a Donkey Kong versus Mario game. <laughs> That's what the streets are saying. The Nintendo streets are saying it might be a Donkey Kong versus Mario. Mario versus Donkey Kong. I never played those games, but like the more puzzle type games that you wouldn't like you wouldn't consider those mainline Donkey Kong games, at least the ones that people expect. I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna predict what it is right now. Mario, Princess, they get divorced. Oh no. Donkey Kong is the new stepdad. Oh. So Mario is their the stepdad to which child? So many of them. There's a lot of babies Whoa. out there. Whoa. There's a lot of babies out there. So imagine it's like that. It's like that Mark Wahlberg and Will Ferrell movie where they're like, you know, stepdad, one stepdad, super cool, stuff yeah. like that. It's kind of that. It's hey, Donkey, be a, Daddy's I, home. Daddy's home. That's the one. Yeah. Donkey Kong isn't the stepdad. He's the dad that stepped up. Yeah, He's the dad that stepped up. Street. True. Good for him. Street. That's my guy. Uh, Andy, what do you want out of a Nintendo Direct coming tomorrow? It feels like extremely weird timing for me, uh, especially since we just got that one deep dive of Mario Wonder a couple of weeks ago. It, it feels kind of like out of place for me, but they do need one last push before whatever's going to happen this winter. So it kind of makes sense. I mean, you know, the streets have been asking for a Wind Waker remaster for years and years and years and years. And I think that now would be the right time to finally say it, right? Uh, I don't think we'll get a tease of the new yeah. hardware i think that'd be very surprising if we had any tease whatsoever i would be shocked yeah yeah that's like at the very bottom of my list of things to expect do you think that's its own standalone oh that's, for sure. that's its own like i think thing. that is a random commercial that drops one day i think it's a random tweet that's uh, that is nintendo saying hey we got a new console look out for more information next year I think it's one of those ones. I think it's a JPEG they drop on their LinkedIn. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> only, only there. It's like Doug Bowser updates his LinkedIn and is like, oh, yeah, I've been working on the next really Nintendo Really excited console. about it. It's coming out 2024. <laughs> <laughs> Hire me, somebody. I'm like, why are you updating your LinkedIn, Doug Bowser? <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, I mean, I think these remasters would be the smartest call, but I can't really think of anything that would... I don't know. I'm, I'm thinking of like any like brand new standalone games that would come out that would really kind of shock the world. Yeah, I, I maybe mean, we get a name for the Untitled Princess Peach game that they keep talking about. Yeah. That's my thing with my my conversations with Tim, right? Like I always bring up that this next year for the Switch feels like it feels like the end times. Like I feel like we're getting the four horsemen of the apocalypse, right? We're getting the first horseman, Untitled Princess Peach game. The second horseman, uh, Luigi's Mansion from the 3DS being remastered and ported for the switch the third horseman which isn't announced yet but is one of the things that people are talking about could happen right people are saying f-zero might appear and i think if that happens right maybe one of the big possibilities is you get f-zero gx from the gamecube remastered and ported i think that's another horseman right there and the four horsemen aren't, don't necessarily mean these are things we don't want or these are bad things right it just means that oh the switch is fucking dead like look out for the switch ending its life cycle at some point in the next year right because like what, what else do you have to say? What else? What other big game do you have to put out on the Switch? I would think that the last one is probably just Metroid Prime 4. And that's not even a sure bet of if we're going to see that in the next year. Because they restarted development. Like, who knows where they're at in the timeline with that, with that one. Of course, that's the game you want to take time with. You don't want to just put it out for the sake of putting it out at, in 2024 if it's not ready. Um, I think that would be the one last big, big game you have left. Uh, Tim brings up Pokemon as well as an idea. But... Yeah, like I, I, I think I expect those kind of games. I don't expect big hitters for the Switch. I don't know if we see anything Pokemon related tomorrow. I feel like that's normally meant for like Pokemon directs. Yeah, Pokemon only. presents. Uh, yeah, Pokemon presents. I don't. 
I don't foresee any big uh, atomic bomb level type stuff like, bam, here's this massive, holy shit, everybody's freaking out. I can't believe they're bringing back this character. I don't see anything like that happening tomorrow. This really does kind of feel like the end of the year scraps. What else can we kind of throw in there for one final direct? The cutting room floor sort of stuff. What are other things we've kind of held on to that we weren't sure we were going to release or announce? I think think Wind Waker is a surefire bet, whether it's at this direct or just ends up being a thing they announce next year. Us not getting Tears of the Kingdom DLC bodes well for us getting an announcement of a legend is all the things sooner than later because like that's that stuff isn't going to step over each other it's nintendo so they always want their big franchises to always have something going on there and so now that we're half a year past tears of the kingdom's launch i think right now is the right time if you want to announce oh yeah and wind waker is coming out late later this fall you know i think that makes a lot of sense how many new games do you think they're adding to nintendo online probably a handful i who that's actually a really good question over under five and a half over because i think it's gonna be six. Oh, i think well, maybe you get three on game boy advanced and then three wait game boy advance is on there right yeah game boy advance yes. is on there uh three on game boy advance maybe three on regular game boy i think maybe that's the split maybe you get some sega games on there because they have i think they have the sega genesis on there right they do yeah god nintendo's just fucking rain <laughs> why why five and a half andy this is a random number this i feel like over i feel like whenever we see the graphic come out like oh why why the half yeah Oh, that's how you do like betting odds. Like, uh, okay, so you okay. could say if it's over, it's six. If it's under, it's five. Gotcha, yeah. gotcha, gotcha. Um, here's, here's one thing I'll point out too, right? They say here um, 40 minutes of information focused on Switch games releasing this winter. That means that they're going to talk about games coming out next year. It, they, Nintendo never sticks to their guns when they say, oh, we're talking about things coming out this year or this fall. Or th-. And they this never do, also means like up until February or whatever, too. That is true. Yeah, uh, winter just does encompass the beginning of next year, but also in Nintendo's language, winter also encompasses summer next year. <laughs> like, I don't, get, I do not trust them when they say, "Oh yeah, we're just talking about this winter." Over under Donkey Kong sixty four finally gets uh, put on Nintendo Switch Online. They're not going to do that. No, that makes. So I much just sense. gave uh, my dad visited uh, for the last week, and I just finally gave him the the Switch I've been talking about. And the one unfortunate thing I did have to tell him, because I added him to my family plan, I was like, yeah, you can play all of these old school uh, Nintendo 64 games. I got him the N64, like, controller for the Switch, so you can, like, actually, like, play it in the control scheme he remembers them in. And I was like, the one unfortunate thing, though, it does not have Donkey Kong 64. Mm. He was pretty bummed about that. It's always heartbreaking to let somebody know that. I know, I know. Yeah, you, can't, you can't play one of the greatest n- Nintendo games. It's like you letting people kid, know like, that. Oh, this every single time I give, I give somebody a Switch. <laughs> every time I have to break this. Yeah. I gave when my, I, when I, gave I gave my sister a Switch, I was like, Donkey Kong 64 isn't on there. I gave She's my, like, what the fuck are you talking about? I gave my nephews a Switch for their birth, no, for Christmas last year. And as I gave them the Switch, I had to be like, Hey kids, I'm sorry. <laughs> Blessing acting like he's a captain of the army, like letting people, letting families know in World War II that like your husband will not be coming might, home. Man. You might want to sit down for this it's one. All, I'm, I'm sorry to let you know that like DK64 isn't playable on Nintendo Switch. It's always tough. And my to nephews were like, "What are you? What's a what's a DK64? We don't know what this is." And it's I'm like, "Never an easy way to do this." Put my hand on his shoulder. I'm like, "It's one of the greatest games of all time." <laughs> And you're not going to be able to play. I'm sorry. I'm I did sorry. recommend him uh, Banjo Kazooie though for the time being because that's on uh, Nintendo Switch Online. Banjo Kazooie is such a good game. Like, and that's the. That's and I don't my think thing. he's ever played it, so I think he'd. And he's going to be pleasant. He's going to have a, a great time because I'm sure people have heard this before from me. But as a kid, I had DK64. I played the fuck out of DK64. I'm obsessed with DK64. You know this. I didn't play Banjo Kazooie all the way through until. 2017 maybe? that that's weird yeah maybe late 2016 and when i tell you that i was like yo this game's a fucking banger this banjo kazooie game i un- i understand 
why people turned on DK64 after playing Banjo-Kazooie. Because, like, that game is so tight. That game is so, like, well-designed. Yeah. It's so focused. And DK64 coming out after that and being, like, this blown-up version of it, I totally understand now. But also, like... For me, it's the best of both worlds. Where like DK sixty four is just super Banjo Kazooie in my eyes. That's so weird because as when I was a kid, I always just looked for the diet versions of the things that I couldn't have, or or other experiences that you know, hey, there isn't a sequel to this game, but this game may play a lot like it, right? Like I remember playing a lot of Virtual Fighter at the arcades and being like, what's a game that I can play on console that's similar to it? Yeah. You know what I mean? And yeah, that's why. Alive. Like, all my friends had Halo on Xbox because uh, I didn't have an Xbox early on. So I, like, I'll, I'll play Red Faction. Like, I feel like yeah. that's the closest oh, thing that I'll have over Red here. Red Faction's so good, though. And I just always looked for, like, the thing that kind of, you know, we have that at-home version of it. Yeah. I'm That's shocking to me that you took that long to play banjo Yeah, Kazooie. it took me real long, and I fell in love with it. Because, like, again, it's just more yeah. DK64, yeah. but in, like, a tighter package. And honestly, probably a better design package, but I won't admit that on air. <laughs> um, we're doing a lot of predictions. We're doing a lot we'll of speculation. Bot, everybody. I want to bring in a, a write-in from Co-op64, who writes in and says, Good morning, Blessing Andy. With the announcement of the Nintendo Direct today, I was wondering if we can play my favorite game of Will They or Won't They Show Up. Below is a list of 10 games. And my question is, will they or won't they, won't they show up tomorrow? Andy, are you ready for this? I'm ready. Hit me with it. First up, F-Zero. Will it or won't it show up? Won't it. Mm, I'm going to say it will. Will it? I'm going to say it will. I was going to take notes as it is too complicated to take notes in this thing. Um, so Andy says no. I say yes. Next up, Metroid Prime 2 Remastered. Won't it? I'm going to say it will. I'm going to say it does show up. I think you have to wait a full year before... I don't know. Like, uh, conversations already kind of quieted down. Like, if they're going to go through all three Metroid Primes... What, they're going to wait a full year and put out two next year and then the year after put out three? Like, by that time, we're deep into the Switch, too. God, I really got to play Prime Remaster. Oh, it's so good. Or Remaster. So also, I'm going to put it on Co-op 64. Co-op 64, take notes on this, and then whoever loses pizza these bet. predictions. Pizza bet. Uh, Want to do pizza? Yeah. All right. Bet. It's a pizza bet, so whoever loses has to buy the other person a pizza. Mm -hmm. Next up, Mario Kart 8 Final DLC. Yes, it will. I'm also going to say yes, it will. But it's final. Wait, are we on the final one already? It's final DLC in the way that, like, you know, it's it's Hayao Miyazaki's final movie. Yeah. You know, like, it's his final Ghibli movie. Like, we're going to get we're gonna get Mario Kart 8 Deluxe Ultimate on the Switch 2, and then they're going to add more DLC. Yeah. For sure. Also, Lakers Head in the chat just said, Mario Kart is a snooze fest. Time yourself out. Um, I believe we are on the, um, the last part package of dlcs yeah okay yeah. then for sure i think it's time it's been a while since we got one of those uh I, it was like a couple months ago there was a new toilet uh track that was pretty cool toilet toad oh yeah yeah <laughs> the one that was in like the bathroom right yeah 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 the <laughs> Wait, toilet was like the center are we sure it was the bathroom was it the kitchen it was the bathroom was the, that's kind of wild that's a wild place for a mario kart track i know that is not hygienic driving <laughs> <laughs> on those floors around poop particles like y'all mop this shit like y'all when was the last time you cleaned this bathroom it's like fucking soap sudden shit. Uh, Zelda Wind Waker slash Twilight Princess ports. Yes. I'm also going to say yes. For both. Oh, for both. I'm going to say yes for one. I think we get one of these. Okay. Next up, Princess Peach New Game. Which, for the record, already announced, but we're talking about more info on it. 
Mm, I'm going to say no. I'm also going to say no. I think it's. I think it would be weird for them to be like, and here's this special look at this new thing I've come in, but we're not really going to say much about it, but it's a Princess Peach game. Like, yeah. that's all. that's all the information we got. I think it would be really weird to then a couple months later kind of do a, an actual exactly. like presentation yeah like it was only announced three months ago two months ago and so yeah to announce it and not have a title and have it be like a oh yeah we're doing this thing and then a few months later be like oh yeah it's called this it looks like this it, that feels a bit too quick you know i think there's a reason why they announce it like that i think maybe next year was, will be when we get more info on it maybe game but board. on the other side of things mm -hmm. on the flip side let me flip it around flip on you around guys. If this is something that you save for next year, we're, we're already kind of in Switch 2 territory. Mm -hmm. It depends on when we're getting the Switch 2. Because I'm saying fall. I think we get the Switch 2 in fall. But around that time, are we also kind of prepping for a debut of a 3D Mario? Mm. And do you want those two to kind of mix and mash? I like how you're thinking. I like how you're thinking. My unless, unless the Switch 2 is... Not you, you know, unless they're not really categorizing as it as this sort of sequel, brand new piece of hardware, right? Because we know that it seems like its prime objective. If the Switch Two could talk and had like an AI and was like, yeah, "My directive this is, is this is my directive. My directive for my life is just to make the old games look a lot better and make new games look better as well." Like it, it seems like it's just going to be the pro version, right? Like mm. this doesn't seem like a brand new piece of anything based on a lot of leaks. Um. Maybe it isn't going to debut with a brand new 3D Mario game. Really? See, I think they brand it as a new console just because that branding from a marketing perspective always works so well. Like when you launch something that almost feels like a half step, I think that's how you end up with a Wii U where people are like, is it a new thing? Is it not a new thing? I think that's too much confusion. You want people to feel like they need to buy the next thing. And if you're going to make this kind of jump with the Switch, yeah, I think you brand it as either the Switch 2 or the N Nintendo, whatever you call it, right? Like, I think I would kill to be in these R and D rooms. I just yeah, want to be a right? fly on the wall. I think dude. from I think on the marketing side, you have to make it like a, a big new deal, and I think you have a launch lineup. I think you have a launch slate, and I do think a Mario is part of that launch slate. I think that makes a lot of sense, especially because we just got Zelda. My thing with games um, stepping over each other is with Mario. I feel like Nintendo doesn't care as much like we're getting mario wonder do you think I, nintendo's like hey this game don't worry it's for the girls this one's for the ladies <laughs> don't worry we're, we're gonna release a 3d mario for the men out there. <laughs> insane <laughs> but like at the end of october we're getting mario wonder in november we're getting mario rpg like those are two major mario games happening back to back like i think as long as you separate them enough it's fine and i think a Princess Peach game, I'm thinking May, June, right? A Mario 3D Mario launching alongside a Switch 2, I'm thinking fall. So I okay. think that's way more than enough time to make that happen. I'm thinking Arby's. Uh, so to be clear, right, you're saying for will they, won't they on the Princess Peach new game? Of course. <laughs> <laughs> right, we're, we're both saying won't, they won't. We're both saying they I'm won't. I'm going to say no. I'm going to say no. Uh, next up, Metal Slug Tactics. Yes. I think it will it. I'm going to say no. I'm going to say no. Next up, DK64 comes to Nintendo Switch Online. I'm going to say yes just because I, I want Barrett and Blessing to be very happy. I'm going to say no because my dreams never come true. <laughs> Next up, a new Donkey Kong game. Oh, actually, fuck. If a new Donkey Kong game does happen, maybe that makes more sense to put DK64 on. 
But also, if it's Mario versus Donkey Kong, then they don't give a fuck. So yeah, I'm going to keep my no on DK64. For a new Donkey Kong game, I'm going to say yes. What do you think they're going at it for and about and with? Like, what, what's, what's the primary method of rivalry? Oh, like like Mario versus Donkey Kong? Where are they fighting over? Or what are they doing? Like, what? Well, we oh, got to get Mario into the versus... whole Donkey Kong Wars and all that stuff, you know? But, like, you're talking about, like, the, like... What's, like Planet Hulk or what? <laughs> yeah. You're talking about like what's the stage they're fighting on? Uh, well, you are, are you familiar with the Mario versus Donkey Kong games? No. Barry, can you bring up Mario? Because I'm also not that. Familiar. I didn't know they were Mario versus Donkey Kong games. Yeah, there are. It's like I don't know, like a DS downloadable shit. I don't, <laughs> I, it's not. It's not one of those things that people go crazy for. They're I puzzle mean, games, as far aside as aside from seeing them fight uh, mano y mano in a Smash Bros game, or. So Barrett has it brought up here. Or the right? old school NES like climb the tower thing. This is this is on the DS. It's Mario versus Donkey Kong. You have these robot Marios that are walking along a screen, and it looks like maybe you're guiding them along to um, the finish point. Look, I said this during my uh, I, I reacted to the Mario Wonder trailer several days later because I feel like it was, there was just a lot of wait. Stuff is this Lemmings? Out. This is Lemmings. This era of Nintendo. It just like doesn't exist to me in my head canon. I just wasn't really, I'd never really, I wasn't gaming on these hardwares as hard as I gamed before and after. Uh-huh. So like, this is just a whole lost era of, Dude, of I'm, gaming form. I'm 1000% with you, right? Like I didn't have a DS, I didn't have a 3DS. I also didn't have a GameCube. So there's like a weird just gap of Nintendo stuff that like I'm aware of, but I never played. Like when when I watched this the Super Mario Wonder trailer, it truly felt to me like like this is the this is the reset for a two D Mario game. Mm-hmm. When I looked at New Super Mario Bros. and New Super Mario Bros. U. and all those games, like they those never felt official to me. They never felt and looked like real Nintendo games, and it's so hard to. Put my it didn't feel like AAA. Like, yeah, th- there was just something about the the, the way in, in which they release the kind of like lackluster news and media. Maybe it, you know, obviously, I wasn't listening to a lot of gaming podcasts when those games are coming out. I don't mm-hmm. even think those that those existed back in the day that long ago. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it just feels like when those games were being released, I just wasn't really in the know, and that may be why they feel a little bit less legitimate to me yeah but watching the mario bros wonder thing i was like this feels like a new nintendo game this feels like the nintendo uh this feels like the nintendo i know and love getting their creative juices putting them in a pot stirring that shit up and saying let's make a 2d mario game where i never really felt that way with any of the other 2d well i think there was a there was an era of nintendo around that time that was a bit maybe overly polished for mario where New Super Mario Brothers, as much as I like, because I really like New Super Mario Brothers for the on the Wii, but that's mainly for the nostalgia of playing it with my uh, siblings. And even then, like, I'm kind of with you that I never looked at them as, oh man, this is what I'm buying a console for. Like, this is like a main a main contender of of, of the right. of, like the Wii library or whatever. Um, but I also like it felt like they had a Mario game generator and hit yeah, the button. Yeah, exactly. They like told, told an AI, they're like, hey, make a yeah. <laughs> make a 2D Mario, and they spat out that. Um, but like those games are good, and like even the Mario Brothers for, uh, for uh, Wii U, I know a lot a lot of people that swear yeah. by that game. And like my, uh, my other thing though with it is that I saw on, on Twitter slash X there was a trailer like an E three like reveal for that game floating around. Uh, and like you go back and you watch that trailer, and you're like, yo, you're giving me nothing here. 
Like it is the most bland, just watching Mario jump on some Goombas <laughs> ass trailer. And it's like, it was a whack ass trailer. You look at that and then you look at the Mario Wonder trailer and it's like, oh, this is a Mario game. Right yeah. Now. Like this shit looks, looks fire. Um, this year. Yeah, it's coming out in October. That's crazy. Like a couple days before Spider-Man. insane, dude. What, Mario? Mario? Or it's it the same day. The same day? It's the same day. <laughs> Have we yeah. come up with a term for it? Like with Barbenheimer and all that? Mario Man, Wonder Wonder Man, Wonder Man sounds like that's a, that is a superhero. Wonder Man is Wonder is okay. Yeah, Spider Wonder Day, Spider Wonder. We'll think about it. We'll yeah. figure it out. We'll, we'll workshop, workshop it. Uh, so for a Mario new Donkey Kong game, I'm saying yes. Yes, but whatever. If it's that fucking thing that you just that yeah, just Mario showed us, I'd rather just vomit <laughs> on my own dick. Dude. That looks awful. Uh, I don't next, want that. Next up, Hollow Knight Silk Song. Absolutely the hell not. No chance. No fucking chance. It's not gonna happen. Don't even. I kind of want to say yes though. Together like that. I kind of want to say yes. I'm gonna say yes. That's for the because they've not said it's not coming out in 2023 yet. They just said it wasn't coming out in like the first six months technically. They haven't like delayed it out of the year. So there's a chance they're like, yo, and it's out right now. No, <laughs> it's way. out at this moment. They're not gonna do that. No way. But well, there's a small chance. And if that happens, I'm going to be up on this fucking prediction. <laughs> Last up, we got Metroid Prime 4. Uh, no. It's not. No, I'm, I'm also going to say no. This isn't that. I don't think you throw Metroid Prime 4 into a direct where you go, here's what's coming the rest of the year. Like, mm -hmm. this very much just feels like, a, hey, we got other stuff too. This isn't the big Mario one you were waiting for, or this isn't the big... Zelda one you've been uh, that's been rumored of the big Pokemon presents. This, here's just a bunch of shit we're gonna be also kind of coming out with. Yeah, it would feel like it, it feels like you're kind of throwing that away if you put it in this presentation. And somebody in chat said, uh, "Bless, bless isn't uh, up to date on the on the Silk Song news." I'm too up to date. Is the thing I read the letter of that note that the dev, dev put out, and nowhere do they say, "Oh, we're not gonna put it out in 2023." It, it it's kind of implied that you probably won't see it soon. They said early this year. Yeah. And early already came and went. Early already came and went. Uh, you're probably not going to see it in 2023. But, like, if it does, if it does show up, guess what? I get the points. Weird Nintendo decision. I get a pizza. Exactly. As oh, Garden also, I get a pizza. this is a weird uh, prediction, but they'll probably show off more of Batman on Switch, which is a oh, yeah. weird uh, thing that's happening. Yeah. Probably get some Persona 5 Tactica. Oh, maybe. Yeah. Get some of, the, some of those fun maybe. bits to talk about the rest of the year. And they're also like, and... Uh, Lately, we've been playing um, fucking Bloodborne. Check it out. <laughs> it's not coming to Nintendo, but we're yeah, playing, we've been playing, playing it. it. On the uh, Switch 2. We've been showing my friend let me his uh, PS4. Yeah, here's 60 <laughs> FPS Bloodborne right here on the Switch 2. Maybe you're wrong me about this, but I don't think Persona 3 Reload is confirmed for Switch. That would be a hype announcement. Oh, that'd be pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> Which one's that? What, Miyamoto what is walks that? out with that, that's the That's the remake of Persona 3 that's coming out uh, February next year. So that's the golden version of 4. That's the... Not really, it's like a remake. Yeah. Like a full ass. It looks like Persona 5. Because Persona 3 has. You all are has, getting real into. Uh, Persona 3 has Persona 3. Attack Fez. on Titan Part 3, version no. 2, Season 3. No, it's like per, that. Persona You're 3. getting in that. Uh, Persona 3 had uh, FES and it had Persona 3 yeah, Portable. Yeah, it, it, it had Fez and it had Portable, which were essentially the proto versions of what Golden uh, was for 4 and then Royal was for 5. Yeah. So it already had that. It's just getting a huge update. This is like if like Persona a... 4 Golden was remade from the ground up to look like Persona 5. Yeah. But for Persona 3. But then also the added content from Golden not included. 
So just Persona 4. <laughs> it's like if Persona 4 was remade for the... God damn it. It's they a should, fucking mess, video man. Games. They should call it... Well, no, never mind. Never mind. But you know what? Don't listen to me. Uh, I was yeah. going to say they should call it 3.5 to indicate that it's supposed to look like 5. Ooh, like it's kind of based. See, now you're that. thinking with Square. That's yeah. like some Square Enix mm -hmm. thought process. I like that. Mm -hmm. I like that. Listen, don't listen to them. But listen to me when I tell you about patreoncom slash funny. Over on patreoncom slash funny, you can go and get the show ad free. And speaking of ads, let us tell you about our sponsors. This episode is brought to you by Rocket Money. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions. It monitors your spending and it helps lower your bills all in one place. And it has surprised multiple people uh, at Kind of Funny, multiple of my friends at how many subscriptions they have that they forgot about and are still paying for. It's so easy to cancel the ones you don't want with just the press of a button. Rocket Money, it does all the work for you. Rocket Money can even negotiate to lower your bills for you by up to 20%. All you have to do is take a picture of your bill and Rocket Money will take care of the rest. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions. It monitors your spending and helps lower your bills all in one place. Stop wasting money on things that you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions and manage your money the easy way by going rocketmoney.com slash kind of funny that's rocketmoney.com slash kind of funny this episode's brought to you by DraftKings sportsbook football is back in full swing with another week of epic games and who's got you covered on the action for every single one of them DraftKings sportsbook an official sports betting partner of the nfl nobody's missing out on the action this season all DraftKings customers can take advantage of two new offers every game day this september you can get in on the nfl week two action with DraftKings sportsbook download the app now and use code kind of funny to sign up new customers can bet just five dollars and take home 200 instantly in bonus bets only on DraftKings sportsbook with code kind of funny the crown is yours if you have a gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net in new york call 1-877-8-HOPENY or text hopeny 467-369 in connecticut help is available for problem gambling you can call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org please play responsibly on behalf of boot hill casino and resort ks 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction void in ontario ctkng.co slash football for eligibility bonus bets expire seven days after issuance eligibility and deposit restrictions apply when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. And we're back. With story number two, Square Enix has lost almost $2 billion in value since Final what? Fantasy 16. <laughs> A wild news story, yeah. This comes from James Bachelor at GamesIndustry.biz. What'd they do? 
<laughs> like put out Final Fantasy 16. <laughs> Square Enix has lost nearly $2 billion in its value since the launch of Final Fantasy 16, as its shares have declined and a key long-term investor has reduced its stake in the publisher. The company's share price has fallen by 28% since its peak of 7,540 yen in June, specifically June 20th, two days before Final Fantasy 16 launched, and fell to 5,381 yen on Monday, its lowest since the year began. Square Enix said alongside its latest financial results that Final Fantasy 16 did not meet its sales goals and also reported a 66% drop in profit. According to Bloomberg, these have resulted not only in the share price decline, but also several analysts cutting their price target for the publisher and Sumitomo Mitsui Trust Asset Management, a long-term investor in Square Enix, reducing its holdings in the publisher. Square Enix has suffered a number of AAA launches that did not meet expectations, including Marvel's The Avengers, Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy, Babylon's Fall, and this year's new IP, Forspoken. The latter's underperformance even prompted the publisher to close developer Luminous Productions and fold the staff into its own internal teams. Cantan Games analyst Sirkin Toto told Bloomberg, quote, Square Enix has problems with their game's output. These titles get a 70% rating on Metacritic, are kind of okay, and are just very forgettable, end quote. According to the site, Mockery Capital Securities uh, Japan analyst uh, Yijia Zai wrote in a letter to clients, quote, We remain concerned with the company's game development structure and game quality control, which could limit the longer-term performance, end quote. Current and, form and uh, former Square Enix employees told Bloomberg that the company's struggles are partly due to each project being treated as a single producer's domain, with a lack of team structure and proper documentation to organize development. However, one contractor said this approach is now being overhauled. Wild. Such a bummer uh, to kind of see some really good, I'd say, gems mixed in with some games that are not gems. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, you see Guardians of the Galaxy, and I, th that game is so unique to me because it really felt like a wild kind of attempt at making a Marvel game that looked like it was going to fail and be super bad and ended up, uh, it ended up surpassing every expectation I had for it. Mm -hmm. I think that's still some of the best writing uh, in games. Um, to have that lumped in with Marvel's Avengers and Babylon's Fall, um, I know Forspoken wasn't everybody's favorite. I know Forspoken, there's like a decent game in there, but largely yeah. a, pretty dis a pretty big disappointment. That really stinks to hear that uh, Final Fantasy XVI didn't win over enough people in order yeah. to have these massive Which sales numbers. it's surprising because final fantasy as a ip is so powerful and so ubiquitous with video games so the idea of them making a final fantasy that is inspired by game of thrones style narrative inspired by more traditional action games right they had the, the uh, combat director from devil may cry work on this thing to make an action uh, system that is a bit more palpable and a bit more easier for people to get into than just turn-based, right? You have that. You have bigger-than-life cutscenes. You have lovable characters. You have, like, it feels like Final Fantasy 16 did every single thing right, and it still underperformed somehow. Um, that, for me, is, is a, a bit surprising. But yeah, I think to your point, right? Like You have successes with things like that. I know Guardians, on a sales level, probably wasn't a success for them, and I think that was hampered, or, yeah, hampered by marvel's avengers right the fact that people played that went oh this is bad and so we're gonna just assume your next thing is gonna be bad and then guardian comes out and like you know i thought it was okay like i wasn't blown away by it right like i i think there's a lot of good writing moments in there but like playing the game didn't really do it for me but like that was a step up from avengers yeah. that was something that was better than avengers but still had that level of scrutiny because 
oh man, we had this experience with one thing, and so that's just gonna help, that's just gonna connect and tank uh, Guardians as well. You have that. You have the Babylon's Falls of the world. You have the A Quiet Man's of the world. You have the um, what was the one uh, that was made by the Sonic creator that went to jail? You have that. That was a musical. Balan Wonderworld. Yeah, Balan you have Balan's Wonderworld. Wonderland, Wonderworld. Wonderworld. I forget. I always, I always get confused. But you have that, and that doesn't do well either. And you have all these misses as Square Enix that your wins aren't able to speak. Let alone you sell off Crystal Dynamics and Square Enix um, uh, or Idols Montreal to uh, embrace a group, right? Like you're cutting off these sectors that are making that are making good games as well. Yeah, like it feels like it's uh, like these numbers when you bring together that whole story, I think start to make sense. And it starts to make me think that, oh, sooner or later, somebody's going to buy you. Like you got to sell your, <laughs> sell, sell your soul <laughs> to PlayStation or somebody to pick you up because I don't know how much longer Square Enix operating in this way is going to last. If even your hits aren't hitting. It's also just so diametrically opposed to all of the praise and love we hear constantly about Final Fantasy XIV Online. And yeah. how that is such a massive success all the time. Um, what worries me the most about this is seeing Square Enix possibly like speed up development on the 16 PC port just to get it out there and get sales and get numbers out there mm -hmm. um, and possibly kind of risking what that game could potentially be on PC um and you know and it uh, releasing day one insanely buggy hey everybody avoid this for a while don't get it for a while on pc like that's the last thing that 16 needs is to have a really really bad pc release mm -hmm. um this is yeah this is a pretty big bummer man i'm i'm very sad to hear this yeah. um especially because i think 16 at the end of the day will be on a lot of our top tens and some of us even our top threes and fives, you know, uh, at the end of the year. So, um, yeah, pretty big bummer that not enough people, I guess, believed in it. And I guess, you know, I'm always saying, and I mean, it's not just me always saying this who coined this phrase, but like the Internet isn't the, the real world out there. Like mm -hmm. sometimes you see everybody angry on Twitter and then the general public has no fucking idea what is even happening with the inner dynamics and relations of this developer put out this game. So now like most people who saw Marvel's Avengers, you know, all the Jimmy's and Bobby's and Sally's out there buying Marvel's Avengers don't know that the guardians of the galaxy game was also made by the, the bad people that made uh, the Marvel's Avengers. Game. Yeah. The bad people, <laughs> the bad you know, like, dynamic. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like J Jimmy and Bobby and Sally's parents are going out and being like, uh, guardians of the galaxy. But we know the, these people also made the Avengers game. Yeah, that yeah. game wasn't very, very good. You didn't like that last Christmas. You know what I mean? We almost got a divorce because of you, Jimmy and Bobby yeah. and Sally, you know? So, like, I th that those conversations aren't really had in stores or when purchases are being made. Um, but I think largely there just isn't enough, I don't know, maybe hype and maybe word of mouth. Uh, because we've seen a lot of games catch fire with success in sales. When suddenly, like, this game that nobody's heard of is suddenly selling gangbusters because everybody can't stop talking about it. I feel like Final Fantasy 16 couldn't stop being talked about for a lot of bad reasons. And it was mm -hmm. just a lot of, like, hate and, you know, kind of, like, review bombs and go back to the old Final Fantasy I like. This isn't what I, you know, want out of a Final Fantasy game. I feel like those discussions largely dominated the conversation. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's such a tough one, too, because we didn't even bring up, like, the NFT stuff with Square Enix as well, right? They're working on 
Symbiogenesis, I believe is the name of the game. Uh, and I like, refuse to believe it. They have Symbiogenesis. Mm. Sorry, symb- Symbiogenesis. <laughs> There's that, right? Which, again, feels like a, hey, we want to build up our value so maybe we can get acquired. Like, they have these increased um, sales expectations of themselves, too, which is like, oh, y'all were never going to hit these expectations that you're setting for, your, for yourself, right? It's like, you, it's like having that, that homeboy in high school that's like, yo, I'm going to enter the NBA. And you're like, hold on there. Like, you're only five foot ten. Like, I don't know if you're going to hit up, like, hit the NBA with the kind of stats that you're putting up. Like, you can't even dunk my guy. Like, I don't know if you're going to do that. Yeah. That's what it feels like Square, with Square Enix sometimes, where it's like, oh, yeah, we want to sell this many units to Final Fantasy. You want to do that? And it's like, whoa, that's a lot. Like, are you sure you're going to be able to hit this with this thing? Like, you really got to go hard with it. Um, another thing too is I saw somebody in chat uh, mention that like you know cons- isn't consolidation bad? Consolidation is bad, right? But also what's bad is Square Enix shutting down. And I think if you keep going this direction, I think consolidation or like selling or yeah, like being acquired by somebody is probably the only the natural step that you can make. You've already per- you've already engaged in that by selling off Crystal and Eidos. Um, I think this is what they want for themselves. Like from what I can gather from just reading the uh, like following and reading the tea leaves. It feels like Square Enix wants somebody to 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 buy them up, and like we'll see who it is. Like we'll and we'll see if that happens, right? Maybe they're able to turn around. But this is a rough, these are rough numbers to read about. It, it, do we know for sure? Like I know it's happened in the past where a Final Fantasy game is exclusive to PlayStation, and then several years later gets released on Xbox. Mm-hmm. Like, do we know if it's exclusive? Exclusive. We I, we don't for sure one million percent. We don't. I would venture to think that it is to some extent. Like Final Fantasy VII Remake still hasn't come out on Xbox or other console mm-hmm. platforms. Uh, and so I'll think that somewhere in the contracts, PlayStation's like, hey, this is a console exclusive. You can put it on on PC later if you want, but it doesn't get to be put out on Xbox or Switch for five years or something like that, right? I would think that there's some kind of length there that is longer than just a year. Story number three. We got a Lies of P review roundup for you. Uh, when I pulled this on Metacritic, it was sitting at a 79, and on Open Critic, it was sitting at an, at an 83. Travis Northup at IGN gives it an 8 out of 10 and says, Lies of P might not branch out particularly far from its souls-like inspiration, but like a marionette controlled by a skilled puppet master, it plays the part extremely well in a wonderfully dark fantasy world. It must be said that its uneven difficulty didn't always make me feel like an underdog, especially when playing as a brawny, overpowered version of Pinocchio with a massive weapon. And combat pigeonholed me into specific playstyle, into a specific playstyle, uh, while the levels are less open and twisting than most. But with an awesome weapon crafting system, some really memorable boss fights, and one of the better stories we've seen in this genre, I can enthusiastically recommend you spend your time hanging out with Geppetto and friends. If you've been waiting for a Bloodborne remaster or sequel that may never come, Liza P is the next best thing. Wesley LeBlanc at Game Informer gave it a 9.5 out of 10 and said... Yeah. Liza P's greatest strength is how it rewards you and empowers you at every turn to venture further through this twisted tale of puppetry and monstrous humanity, despite its oppressive world and formidable enemies. I struggled to pull myself away from Liza P, even when it had me fuming. It delicately balances the fun of a Souls-like with the challenge of the genre, uh, demands, and only falters a few times. That it maintains that balance within the confines of a fairy tale most know best because of Disney, flipping it on its head to tell something more in line with Carlo Collodi's original The Adventures of Pinocchio is another achievement of Liza P. But above all that, Liza P uses the familiar, the highlights, and the lessons learned from the authors of the Souls-like subgenre to create something unique 
fascinating and exhilarating. Neo is aimed for the stars, but or uh, much like the ones uh, it's Pinocchio wishes on, or wishes upon, and it hits them with machine-like accuracy. And then Blessing, I kind of funny, gave it a five out of five. Wow! And said this. And said this. <laughs> there we go. I mean, it's playing. I don't know what's going on here. Hold oh, on, I don't, give me a second. Do they hear sound? Because we don't hear sound. No, they don't and hear sound. This. <laughs> and said this. And said, what on. did you say, Blessing? Hold and on. said this. <laughs> Uh, I said I haven't been here for. I liked it. I haven't been here for a minute, so let me see no, it's all what's good. going on. I think when here. Kevin was running the show, he said, "I'm gonna fuck everything up for Barrett." Mm. I heard yeah. him say that. Yeah, yeah. Like, this is where it, it auto plays a DVD of the Santa Claus starring Tim Allen <laughs> and said this. Uh, let's try <laughs> this, and then let's refresh this page. And refresh. It's a cool game. Also, yeah, it's a, it's a pretty game. cool game. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and said this. How do you feel? I Nailed absolutely it. love Lies of P. I am giving it a five out of five on the kind of funny scale, and that's for multiple reasons. Of course, Lies of P is the closest I've gotten to playing a game that feels like it's developed by From Software. The level design is intricate. The way that the paths interconnect feels so inspired and genuinely understands what From Software drives at. It brings in so much more than that. The combat system feels a bit more aligned with something like Sekiro, where it's more focused on parries, it's more focused on quick timing, it's more focused on trying to stagger your opponent. Most of the weapons in the game have a handle and a blade that you can essentially take apart and reattach to any other handle and any other blade to create your own weapon. And you can mix and match styles that way. The game has a pretty good balance of bringing in the Pinocchio elements to play around with your expectations of what you think is gonna happen with the story. Liza P's story is a bit more upfront and it's a bit, bit more easier to follow, but I think it works you have finished Liza go. P. You have my 40 on Liza P. And said this. There we go. There we go. Uh, but cool. Great to see it's getting great reviews, right? Like it seems like the range is anywhere from eight, eight and nines. Uh, a nice nine point five from Game Informer. Yeah. And th I think this lines up with where, where, with where we expected, at least what I expected after my playthrough. Yeah. It's it was one of those that, at, you know, when the demo came out earlier this year. It, it was one of those that I had to kind of keep on asking around, like, yeah, you, you play the Liza P demo? Like, uh, when we did it at GDC, walking up to Timor and being like, it's fucking good, right? Like, it's yeah. actually really, really good. And uh, I think one thing that also makes it really awesome was that they put up that demo, and immediately the devs were like, give us all of your feedback. Yeah. And then put out a video and said, we are going to address all of this feedback. So many of y'all do not like the timing of uh, the dodges. You don't like the unfor or the unforgiving, yeah, dodge sort of iframes right there. We're gonna help you out a bit more there. You all didn't enjoy this. Y'all aren't liking that. Like they were really kind of upfront with the with the players of the community, which was kind of surprising to see and really neat. Um, the game is super surprising and super damn good. And yet again, 2023, too many games. Too many games. Too many good games that. I like it's it's to the point where there's always going to be games that come out that you may have tried out in February or March or before that. You know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. now it's to the point where which one of these eight to nine out of ten games are you willing to skip out on? Yeah. You know? Yeah. I like it. It makes me excited for even the rest of the year because. There's still more exciting bangers on the horizon, right? Like you look at Spider-Man 2, you look at Lords of the Fallen. Like as good as Liza P is, it and like I think it has a really good chance of being the Souls-like game of the year. There's still competition there with a game like Lords of the Fallen, right? And I got to check that out. Even that was another one where I was like, oh yeah, these guys seem to get it. Like there's yeah. something good here. Um, and so yeah, we're just having an incredible year.
Story number four. Assassin's Creed Mirage and recent Resident Evil games are coming to the new iPhone 15 Pro. This is Tom Ivan at Video Games Chronicle. Apple has announced plans to bring several high-profile console and PC games to one of its upcoming iPhone models. The iPhone 15 and 15 Pro were announced during an Apple event on Tuesday. Capcom's Resident Evil 4 Remake and Resident Evil Village will be released for the Pro device later this year. Assassin's Creed Mirage will also be released for PC and consoles next month, uh, or which will also be released, is headed to iPhone 15 Pro in early 2024, as is fellow Ubisoft game, The Division Resurgence. Quote, iPhone 15 Pro gets a major performance upgrade from the A17 Pro chip, Apple claimed. Quote, with a new six-core GPU. The fastest iPhone ever. And a faster neural engine. They're just making words up now. Mm -hmm. A neural engine? Yeah. It's like a brain. That's insane. Mm -hmm. uh, it becomes a ridiculously powerful mobile gaming machine, enabling higher quality graphics and rich immersive game worlds never before seen on a smartphone. End quote. Well, obviously, they haven't played Infinity Blade. Yeah, come on, y'all. <laughs> come on, play some Infinity Blade. <laughs> Apple's SVP of marketing, Greg Joswiak, also said, quote, This new level of performance will enable new games through iPhone 15 Pro that were previously only available on game consoles, PCs, or the Mac. End quote. I love how they snuck the Mac in there like that's a video game device. Mm -hmm. uh, he added, quote, This is the first time the console version of Assassin's Creed will be natively available on a smartphone. End quote. And then on top of that, also um, included in that, Kojima Productions tweeted out, The Death Stranding director's cut for the iPhone uh, was revealed during the Introducing iPhone 15 Pro video and is scheduled to be released at the end of this year. That's right. The end of 2023. Insane. Pretty wild. Uh, I think it... I'm not necessarily excited for this right now. I'm excited for what... Hopefully they stick with this push and don't give up on, on it. Mm -hmm. Because I'm excited to see what it could be a couple years from now when, you know, maybe the iPad Pros also have this capability and the iPad Pros allow you to do cross-play between the both. You know what I mean? Like... I, I I think it's awesome in the way that um, like when VR showcases show you how cool their VR games are and you're like, wow, that's awesome. But like, where's the actual game at? Like, this is like a neat proof of concept. I think it's insanely impressive that these games will natively run on a phone. We'll see how they look. I'm sure they looked incredible in the, in the onstage demo, uh, but we'll see how they actually look and feel when it's in your hands. Um, I, uh, again, like, would not be, you know, my number one, number two, or number ten choice of yeah, way of playing the, this game. Yeah, that's the tough thing about this, is that it's really cool, but I'm not going to play it like this. It, it's more of like a tech demo for me that I think it's really neat that Apple says, this device can do this, mm -hmm. and stay tuned, because this is just the beginning of what you're seeing here in, in terms of our gaming efforts, right? Like, yeah. Um, and also, like, shout out to Ubisoft for always being down to just team up with everybody. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Awesome. Come put Call of Duty on our, yeah. <laughs> on our you, you, like, Ubisoft cloud thing. Right? Yeah. Like, oh, it's yeah, awesome. we'll, we'll, work. we'll put Uplay on PlayStation. You know, we'll do, it. We'll, we'll do anything. Yeah. I, I, it, it says a lot and excites me about the hardware that they're working with, that they are really pushing the envelope and trying to and, and show people that they are becoming a serious you know, a serious bidder in this world yeah. um, of gaming because we've seen a lot of kind of failed efforts in the past. I hope this isn't something that just passes them by. I hope this isn't another thing that just they kind of give up on. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think it's not amazing right now and nothing that I would say, yeah, go get it on your iPhone, go play it right now because 
how does this affect me when I want to play it on my TV? Am I going to dock it somewhere? What's that going to yeah. be and like? I think it also makes sense towards the Xbox strategy of let's acquire uh, Activision Blizzard, not just for Call of Duty, but for all the stuff they got going on with the mobile stuff, right? Whether it's Candy Crush or Call of Duty Mobile or like all these other things. Um, Microsoft is as much pushing for their mobile experience as they are for like game pass and console and game pass on pc and all these things right like you can kind of see where the competition falls down there and so it's gonna be fascinating to to, to uh, follow and watch and then also there's the biggest news of finally apple has caught up and they put usb-c in their phones you see this Woo! you see this finally i can't believe they discovered usb-c it only took them half a decade to yeah. get there tim cook founded uh barrett he actually founded in one of his like little cabinets he was like oh shit USB C. he was like whoa <laughs> holy shit whoa, this is a crazy like, cord right here he was like nobody's talking about this yeah. we should do something have y'all heard of it? he like walked in the office on like last Tuesday and was like y'all see this shit <laughs> and like, they were like, like yeah we're... Tim the fucking iPad from 2020 has it yeah they're like why aren't we why aren't we using this and they were like because we, you wanted people to pay more money it was, it was Steve's dream. Steve, Steve started this. Again, it just blows my, like, I'll never forget when Nick Scarpino was talking about, oh, I want to get a new, uh, my phone's broken. Should I get the new one? Should I wait for the one with USB-C? And as somebody who's been out of the Apple game for a while, I, I do have my iPad and I love it. Mm -hmm. um, I was like, what do you mean wait for USB-C? I was like, well, the phones don't have USB-C yet. And I just couldn't put together that, like, but the iPad that I got three years ago has it. Why? Dude. Why doesn't? It's so I was so I have, confused. I it. have uh, Beats by Dre headphones at home, and like those use they the use the lightning. lightning. It's the most it's anno so annoying. It's the only thing in my house. That I have those lightning. too. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I would love to just fucking rip this cord in half, yeah. and I have to see a fucking lightning cable ever again. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Fucking fix your Beats by Dre shit. I guess <laughs> it'll be fixed now. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully. Uh, story number five. We have a follow-up to the Unity debacle. Of course, me and Janet were talking about it yesterday as the news broke. There's been so much that has happened on top of that. And so I'm going to pull from Steven Totillo at Axios, who writes this. Unity, the tech company behind one of the most popular engines for creating video games, is scrambling to clarify how a price increase for its services will work. After its announcement Tuesday morning, broadly infuriated the game development community. Game developers rallying on Twitter began fuming immediately that any game enjoying a spike in installations due to a big sale, inclusion in a charity bundle, or even just by including, uh, uh, being included in a popular subscription service like Microsoft's Game Pass would trigger back-breaking Unity fees. To catch people up, right? The announcement from Unity yesterday was, we're going to start charging people per download, right? We're going to start charging developers per download of their game if they're using Unity because the, the the reasoning there was that like whenever you get a download, you have to they have to download Unity runtime or some shit. And so like because of that, we gotta start charging for this. And everybody's like, no, this is gonna bankrupt us. Uh, That's so th insane. The article continues, quote, stop it. Uh, development studio Intersloth, makers of the hit Among Us tweeted out Tuesday evening. This would harm not only us, but fellow game studios of all budgets and sizes, end quote. Another studio, AgroCrab, called on Unity to reverse its plans, saying that it feared that its next game set for release to the 25 million subscribers on Game Pass could incur fees that threaten the stability of our business, end quote. Unity has scrambled to clarify, and in one key case, uh, what it has said about its policies around the fees. After initially telling Axios earlier Tuesday that a player installing a game, deleting it, and installing it again would result in multiple fees, Unity's Witten told Axios that the company would actually only charge for an initial installation. A spokesperson told Axios that Unity had regrouped to discuss the issue. 
He hoped this would uh, allay fears of install bombing, where an angry user could keep deleting and reinstalling a game to rack up <laughs> fees to punish a, a developer. Which, to pause there, do you know how, like, petty and, like, how much malice you gotta have in your heart to be like, I'm gonna screw over this developer. I'm just gonna uninstall and reinstall their game all day to, like, incur fees. And the sad thing is... Which you can, but, like, that is... Like, you understand, you have bandwidth caps that you got to deal with, too. That's, like, a fucked up thing to do. The saddest thing is, like, we know that that is not out of the realm of possibility. Oh. Like, that, oh, like yeah. people are willing to do so because people are insane. Uh, but an extra fee will be charged if a user installs a game on a second device. Say, a Steam Deck after installing a game on a PC. Uh, runtime fees will also not be charged for installation of game demos, Witten said. Unless the demo is part of a download that includes the full game, early access games would be charged for an installation, he noted. Games offered for a charity or included in charities will be exempt from the fees. Uh, Unity will provide a way for developers to inform Unity that their games are being offered that way, Witten said. As for Game Pass and other subscription services, Witten said that developers like AgroCrab would not be on the hook as the fees are charged to distributors, which in the Game Pass example would be Microsoft. Which I don't does Microsoft know about this is the question. Does has was Xbox notified about this Unity thing where and we're like, oh yeah, we'll pay for each of those. Phil, like Phil Spencer's like, well, we finally got a win with Starfield, and now I got to deal with this bullshit. Like, you, like, you think Xbox <laughs> is gonna pay an extra twenty cents per download of all Game Pass games? You think PlayStation is gonna? You think PlayStation is gonna pay PlayStation an extra, extra shit? an extra charge per download of their subscription service games you are out of your mind yeah uh to pull in a couple more tweets right cult of the lamb also tweeted they said buy cult of the lamb now because we're deleting it on january 1st january 1st of course is when these fees are set to start and then devolver digital tweeted out saying definitely include what engine you're using in game pitches Mm -hmm. Uh, it's important information um this is absolutely insane uh and we did hear that the ceo sold shares Right. Oh yeah, that was the other news story is that the CEO sold shares of the company before he left. Like a couple days before yeah. this announcement went up. Um the this is like Zoom taking over the world over the pandemic. Right? Mm-hmm. Like everybody starts using Zoom and then Skype being like, "Hey, guess what? Every time you want to use us, you have to you pay, you know, 2 cents a minute to use Skype." And it's like this is you're not in the right spot to be doing this right now. Right now, Unreal uh, and Epic are doing like such a bang up job of kind of being everywhere. I'm not going to say uh, Unreal and Epic are, are killing it in terms of like making studios and devs and publishers super happy with all of the with the fees and everything like that. But they are everywhere. And I'd say they are maybe the most accessible right now. Yeah. But yeah, this is this is very much like. A third-party streaming software saying, hey, y'all use OBS for free, and that's super easy for you, but you can use our software, and we're going to charge you per minute. Like, I, yeah. I don't understand. It really feels like they're trying to just tank the company. Like, I, yeah. I, I, mean, I, I don't talk, get it. On yesterday, as me and Janet were talking about it, like, I, I pointed to Sea of Stars as the prime example of Sea of Stars came out, and we, like, ran the numbers, right? Like, it, uh, Sea of Stars launched on Game Pass and on um, PlayStation Plus, that did run Unity, and it sold 250,000 copies, right? Sales. In terms of players, they've hit 2 million. And so, like, my, my theory is that Unity saw that and were like, 
fuck no. Like, you're telling us you have that much player base and you're using Unity and you're cutting us out on, on this many players. We're going to find a way to cut ourselves into that as Game Pass games and uh, PlayStation Plus games become more and more of a thing. And now you don't have to pay for everything. Because regularly it would be, okay, yeah, like just a percentage of your initial sales or whatever is what we're getting, right? 5%, 20%, whatever the number is, we're going to get a percentage per sale. Now that people are able to like skirt around sales and go straight to um, subscription services, they're trying to account for that and they're doing that in the worst way possible. Uh, and they've pissed everybody off in the context. Goigi made a great point in the YouTube chat, said, good luck trying to make Apple pay that. Oh yeah, oh yeah, insane. oh yeah. Insane, yeah, absolutely insane. Uh, yeah. And I think this like, this hurts, even if they retract all this and decide we're not gonna do this anymore, we apologize, we heard the feedback, this hurts so much uh just like th their reputation is going to be stained oh, yeah. by this it was all i saw yesterday on my twitter mm -hmm. right like all, just all game devs being like what the fuck where do you even jeff keely i saw jeff keely respond to the unity tweet you get the keely tweet that's why yeah and he was i forget he was he said something along the lines yeah. like this is a joke or something like that like yeah. even when you got keely mad on the front lines then you know you've done something wrong and he had to bring in the ceo thing this is from kotaku about an hour ago written by isaiah colbert colbert uh, the Colbert Report is fucking me up. Mm -hmm. um, the headline of the article is Unity boss uh, Unity bosses sold stock ahead of scummy dev fees announcement. Right, CEO John Riccatello sold two thousand shares a week before Unity revealed its runtime fee. And if you if you somehow recognize the name John Riccatello, John Riccatello also the former CEO of EA when EA was being voted the worst company in the world. Mm. And so, take that for what it's Reputation uh, precedes him right there. Yeah. John Rictella, also the villain of uh, some of the No More Heroes games. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, Suda51 had beef, and he was like, I'm going to make you a villain in my love game. Love that. Love that. Yeah. Story number six, Bethesda's detailed Starfield's first update and upcoming features. This is Tom Ivan at Video Games Chronicle. Bethesda's detailed Starfield's first update and announced plans for new features set to be delivered in future patches. The first update includes performance and stability improvements, as well as several quest fixes. After that, Bethesda plans to deliver regular updates, introducing top community requested features, including brightness and contrast controls, HDR calibration menu, FOV slider, NVIDIA DLSS support, let's fucking go, 32 by 9 ultra-wide monitor support, and an eat button for food. Quote, we're also working closely with NVIDIA, AMD, and Intel on driver support, and each update will include new stability and performance improvements, Bethesda said. Uh, they also talked about how they're working on uh, mod support as well, oh, and coming next year. I've got I've got some great mods on right now. I've been watching a lot of TikToks, and all, my algorithm is just like, here are the top five mods you need to download for PC. One of them is called Easy UI. Uh huh. Uh, I believe it's Easy UI or something UI. Um, and whenever you're looking at your inventory, it has it almost lays it out the way a Windows Explorer tab would look, where you see the item, and then up top it says weight, value. Blah, blah, blah. And you can sort by those up top instead of like hitting the buttons. And yeah. it shows you all those numbers kind of like yeah. spreadsheet style over it. Um, Love that. Obviously, the FOV slide is great. I have the NVIDIA DLSS mod already rocking. One thing that I would like to see, but that's if you're out there listening right now, and it's a tiny little thing, but it goes a lot and I think it would help a lot for my play style and for a lot of people's play styles because I'm sure I'm not alone. When I hit the, I hit my Q button to bring up, bloop, you get the little quick thing pop up. Mm -hmm. where it's like all right here are my weapons that i have set here's the health that i have set the throwables sometimes i don't have a gun set and i think i do and then i have mm -hmm. to exit out of that menu and go into my inventory 
and then bring up weapons and then set a button as a favorite. I would love it if like I saw the three button was an empty slot on yeah. like that quick access menu. If I see the three as an empty slot, let me click on the empty slot. Yeah, hold and it. And then it take me directly to my inventory. Mm -hmm. As opposed to like backing out of that, going into inventory, bringing up the weapon, you know, like I feel like that shortcut would make things uh, a lot a lot more fun. Um yeah. oh, 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 another big mod that I downloaded. It puts the, all of the ship manufacturers parts in like every vendor. So I don't have to go vendor to vendor to find oh, yeah. certain pieces. Hell yeah. Because that is a lot of like travel and a lot of bullshit. There you go. That game's awesome. Our final news story for the day, story number seven. Horizon Forbidden West Complete Edition is reportedly coming to PC. This is Chris Golian at VGC. The next PlayStation game set to be released on PC will reportedly be the complete edition of Horizon Forbidden West. Deal Labs leaker Bill Bill Coon, who has a lengthy track record of leaking reliable information, says the game will be available on Steam and the Epic Game Store. Although Bill Bill Coon is currently unable to confirm the game's release date, they say that based on previous data they've collected in the past, its release should be imminent, mostly like or most likely within the next month. Sony has yet to officially confirm the complete edition for Horizon Forbidden West, though it's believed an announcement may be imminent after a listing for the game was spotted on a ratings board's website. A couple things here. Neil Bill Coon could say anything, and I'll believe them. But all oh my, they, I, they have nailed every, and I see their, I see their name monthly, right? Because they're the one who's always, they're leaking the um, PlayStation Plus games, like, the day before they go live every single time. And yeah, like, every single time they've said something, it's come true. Like, Bill Bill Coon could be like, oh, yeah, like, you know, tomorrow, I don't know, man, Bill Clinton's going to run for president again. He's going to announce it. And oh, I'd be shit. like, damn, all right, let's get prepared, I guess, everybody. I didn't know that was allowed. I didn't know we could do that. You know, that's an anagram for Nibelian. Whoa. <laughs> Think about Whoa. that. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> but uh, cool. That's first and foremost. This is going to happen. Secondly, does it mean a state of play is about to happen? Because, like, you could, as PlayStation, announce this out the blue, or... You could put this in a state of play. And so this makes me wonder if we're going to get a state of play sooner than later. All I can think is like the best looking game ever is about to get better looking. <laughs> Nate and Chess says bring back Bill. <laughs> <laughs> Nate and Chess is on the living room like bring him back. <laughs> that was my guy. I miss those days. <laughs> uh, this is exciting. This is cool. Um, again, yeah, the... Horizon Forbidden West is, I think, like the best looking video game I've ever seen. It uh, really is. And it's going to look even nicer, especially on those ultra. Uh, oh, man. Oh, that, yeah. Oh, my Playing God. that on ultra wide. Yeah. Get Jerry Witt is going to have a full view of Las Vegas. Yeah. Hell yeah. Andy, very excited to see what Horizon Forbidden West looks like on PC. But the release of his PC port is just so far away, probably in a month. If I want to, it's coming out to Mom and Grab Shops today. Where did I look? The official list of upcoming software across each and every platform as listed by the Kind of Funny Games Daily Show hosts each and every weekday. Out today, we got Gunbrella for Switch and PC, Pokemon Scarlet and Violet, The Hidden Treasure of Area Zero, The Teal Mask for Switch, Land Above Sea Below for PC, Treachery and Beatdown City Ultra Remix for Switch, Xbox One, Xbox Series X, and PC, and then a new PS5 system software update rolls out globally today. You're going to get new accessibility features, support for compatible Dolby Atmos enabled audio devices. I know Tim Getty's going crazy for that one. Uh, social feature enhancements and then PlayStation Remote Play support on additional Android devices. You can get full details over on the PlayStation blog. God, new Umbrella, another one, huh? Yeah. God damn. Yeah. 
games are just coming out. We've had, uh, like, I have not touched Gunbrella since we got the codes for it, um, mm -hmm. but I loved the demo that I played back in the day, and Blessing was looking at the reviews, and all kind of around, like, 83, I believe, yeah. on Metacritic. Uh, it looks to be, another like, another banger. Very, very Yeah, good. Janet lost uh, points for counting, uh, counterpicking Lies of P, but then regained those points with Grum wow. Gunbrella. New dates for you. Warhammer 40K. That's like the that's like the futuristic one in space, right? That's not like the other one, like mm -hmm. the more gruesome one. The Doom one. Warhammer 40K Rogue Trader launches December 7th on Xbox Series X, PS5, and PC. Bilkin's Folly is coming to PS4 and PS5, Switch, and PC on October 2nd. And then Bit Trip Rerunner launches September 19th on PC. Deals of the day for you. Bilkin's Folly just sounds like a shop in Harry Potter. Oh, it does. Yeah, you go there to like buy new wands. And you want to walk sticks. down there near Bilkins Foley. Like half the wands are just regular sticks, and the other half are magical ones. And you oh, gotta, it looks like, you, gotta, cool. you gotta have a good eye. This is Bilkins Foley. Yeah, yeah, that's cute. Yeah, this is a really cool art style. It Damn. looks like a, like actually, you know, putting rulers on maps and like trying to you know find treasure or some shit. Did you find him down there near Bilkins Foley? Oh, yeah, they walk into they walk into a store and they're gonna buy some Harry Potter. Wow, this is Whoa. cute. This is cute. All right, shout out Bilkins Foley. Uh, oh, yeah, there's a gameplay overview for Starfield. That's cool. Uh, <laughs> deals of the day for you. Uh, we got PlayStation Plus Extra September lineup. Uh, you're getting Near Replicant, 13 Sentinels, Civ 6. If this sounds familiar. It's because this leaked from Bill Bill Coon <laughs> earlier this uh, week. Uh, Civ 6. Bring it back. Star Ocean, <laughs> DF, and INF. Sniper Ghost Warrior Contracts 2. Own Sphere, Lathras here. Uh, okay. Unpacking. Planet Coaster, this war of mine. I once played this war of mine. I've never been more depressed in my life. Mm. That game <laughs> tore my heart out <laughs> into shreds, and I went to sleep right after. I couldn't, I couldn't function for the rest of the day. <laughs> if you're going to play this war of mine, go in there with, like, be ready. Just be ready. Greg, I'm not going to be able to come in. Yeah, I'm not. Uh, gonna, <laughs> I got I to play this war of mine. <laughs> oh, man. Cloudpunk, Contra Rogue Corps, Tales Noir, Call of the Sea, West of Dead, and then Paw Patrol. And then that's just for the PS Plus Extra. Your classics for you that you can get with Premium are going to be Star Ocean, First Departure R, Star Ocean, Till the End of Time, and then Star Ocean, The Last Hope, and also Dragon's Crown Pro. Now it's time for kindoffunny.com slash you're wrong, where you write in, let us know what we got wrong as we got it wrong, so we can correct it for those watching later on YouTube and listening later on podcast services around the globe. Blessing said that racing uh, on a Mario Kart track based on a bathroom is gross and unhygienic. However, the track's name is Squeaky, <laughs> Squeaky Clean Sprint. Therefore, it's very hygienic, and Bless should probably clean his bathroom when he gets home. I don't know, but like you go down the like the the drain of the toilet, and you're telling me you're going all the way in there to like yeah no you know, you're not. There's a bunch of hairs the... and, and stuff. also I do clean my bathroom, you know. Pick, <laughs> Somewhat, for regularly. Proof, man. <laughs> Somewhat regularly, Somewhat uh, regularly. You don't know who's peeing in them sinks. Let's see here. What? SZA, not the singer, says Final Fantasy 16 shipped three million copies in its first week. Um, if this is not meant, now you're getting into editorializing. Because then they're like, if it hasn't met expectations, then it seems expectations are grossly over. That's what we're saying. That's what I'm saying. They were. They were overestimating these expectations. That's what are you saying, Chad? Uh, Gundam Steven says the iPhone 15 Pro and Pro Max now has hardware ray tracing. Also, you can use any controller on the iPhone. Um, uh, NVIDIA just doing it big. Teaming up on everybody, saying, let, let me put ray tracing on your machine. Game Over Penguin said, RGD Studio just announced a direct for, uh, direct for uh, Like a Dragon and Infinite Wealth. 
are we talking about RGG Summit? Because I mentioned that yesterday in the new date section. If we're talking about RGG Summit, game over Penguin, I need you to time yourself out for five minutes. That's I'll it. say one minute, max. Five minutes. That's it for counterfunny.com slash you're wrong. Uh, this week's souls for kind of funny games daily tomorrow. You're going to get me and Tim. Uh, if you're watching this live after KFG post show, you're going to get Andy playing some of that. There lies a P. Oh no. This, so this is an actual direct. All right, cool. All right. Bless. I need to time. I, I need you to time yourself out Fuck. now for five. Right, yeah, I cool. can end, I can end the show if you'd like. End the show. This has been kind of funny games daily each and every weekday live right here on youtube.com slash kind of funny games and twitch.tv slash kind of funny games. We run you through the nerd you see, you know, but I, Really, really messed that one up. Until next time, it's been our pleasure to serve you. Can't talk. But you know, hey, Mikey. You ever like crushing cans Hello, with your hands? Boys. I like it. Look really? Good. With your hands? No. You're, you're doing it like the, the long way or the side way? Like, oh, wow. You're way. like, you're, wow, really cool. Well, I, I like, I, I do a little bit of, uh, like, I'll, I'll take a can, right? Like, let's say this is the can. I'll crush it here, and then I'll crush it here. So it kind of is like mm. an accordion almost, and I go, and I compress. Crush it. What's going on, Mikey? Yo, what the heck is going on, you two? It is incredible to see you each and every day. Of course, bless Andy. It's incredible to see you because you were wearing glasses today. I'm wearing my glasses so <laughs> yeah. I can see you. Uh, bless, we got a lot to talk about, you and I, in just a moment. Because, of course, this is the Kind of Funny oh, Games God. Daily Post Show Super Chat section where I take over with your two incredible Games Daily Show hosts and all of you incredible best friends in the audience watching live and on Twitch and on YouTube. Of course, this is where you can get involved. You can ask your questions, comments, concerns, dive a little bit deeper into today's news segment, or just ask Andy anything about gaming. Like, Andy, have you heard about Friendship Day? New day on the calendar, bless, put it down, okay? There's a new day on the calendar. Once a year, you have to spend time with your best friend all day, every day. <laughs> Once a day, all day, every day. It's just what's too many hours. What, what day is it on the calendar? <laughs> Very soon, it's, it's happening. A lot of hours to come. Uh, what day is it? September 15th. I hear it's right around the corner. <laughs> I took Mike a Very spicy present. nugget yesterday while he was streaming Kingdom Hearts. Brought him a spicy nugget. Was happy to see me. Was like, oh my god, Andy bringing me a nugget. Like perfect timing. I'm about to trap you in this room with me. <laughs> <laughs> I just had to run away. Uh, let's have some fun. Of course, you know, usually on Tuesday and Wednesdays, kind of funny games daily mm -hmm. super chat post shows. We have a fun conversation about yo, what happened on the diamond this week mm -hmm. for our softball catch up and blessing. There's some conversation to be had about this week's softball update. This is softball update. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the bullpen. I am happy to report that we are back for another week of softball, possibly the final week of co-ed adult league, over 30 softball league, but not really over it's 30. Not, first of all, it's not over 30. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because blessings there. Illegal. Yeah, yeah illegal. Just, yeah, I signed up as a 29. Yeah, it's like, like, doing, girl it's like, like doing steroids in the league. There's 24-year-olds there. Like, <laughs> I think most most people are in their 20s. It's like, well, that, that dude's tendons are seven years younger than mine, man. <laughs> My tendons are more likely to rip and they're tighter. Blessing, we're back. And, of course, it has been a three-week mm -hmm. hiatus on pause for our softball league. And it is now finally time to return to the diamond. But, Andy, there's a problem. Early in the week, bless, the mm. group chat of this said softball team exploded. Hey, guys and gals, I got COVID. I don't think I'm going to make it. Hey, what up, everybody? I got COVID, too. I don't think I'm going to make it. 
I don't. I mean, I'm on a plane right now. I don't think I'm going to land on time. I want everybody to know I haven't saved any of these people's phone numbers in my phone. I don't know who any of them are. Mike doesn't have my phone number in his phone. It's just numbers. Just numbers. Yeah, There's Mike no doesn't names. Mike doesn't no have names. Blessings number. Yeah. I don't know Mike, any been, of these I've been people. trying to get Mike to sign up for soccer for like the last three weeks. I, I get nothing from him. Leanza, I thought it was oh, Roger, I, Roger tells me he's like, oh, did uh, did you hear about his text to Leanza? Apparently Leanza sent him the link, <laughs> the, the the link to soccer. <laughs> Mike messages back Leanza. Oh hey Bless, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> Which means he doesn't have my number or Leanne's number in his phone. Well, check this out. Uh, check this out. The, uh, a couple weeks ago, Mike walks up to me and shows me his phone. He was like, Somebody's, somebody in the league is giving away tickets to the Braves and Giants game tonight. If yeah. you want to go. They're, they're giving away their tickets. They're not going to use them. I was like, oh, cool. Who is it? I don't know. Somebody in the league. I don't have their numbers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, dude. so the group chat starts popping off, Andy. On about a Monday. Our game's on a Tuesday. Mm -hmm. There's chatter. We don't know what's happening. Lot of no one's taking leadership role. We're half in, we're half out. And people are saying, I'll, I'll show up. Okay, cool. How many people do we got? I don't know. And it's just constant messages. I'm in, I'm out. I got COVID. I'm at the airport stuck. I don't think I'm going to make it. Hey, maybe we should just cancel. Should we call them? Should we not play? Should we play? I want to play. It's the final week. Should we do this, right? And it all comes back to week one. Jacob Jingleheimer Smith, I told you that you needed to goddamn be a leader in this softball league. I said someone needed to step up and be team captain. And for the past seven weeks, you've done absolutely nothing. No team jerseys, no camaraderie, no beer in the dugout, no sunflower seeds, no bubble gum. I mean, no leadership whatsoever. Here we are on the final gosh darn week of co-ed softball. When we need a leader, we need a Gandalf to come down over the hill and say, I We'll organize this. All that needed to be happening in this chat was simple. Hey, everybody, I need you to sound off down below on how many people are actually showing up. So you will write, I'm in, and I'm going to get a head count. If you're not playing, guess what? I don't want to hear that you're not playing, okay? You're already out. Don't talk. And that's all that needed to happen in this group text. Andy and bless. Mm -hmm. We just needed a proper head count. We needed, I'm in, I'm in, I'm in. Okay, cool. We got eight people. Let's do this, right? But no, Jacob Jingleheimer Smith didn't make that happen, and I'll never forget it. Blessing, do you agree with that assessment of what happened in that group text message? I missed my connecting flight, so I won't make it to the game. Can someone ask the ump though if they picked up uh, uh, if a, if a team picked up my bat? <laughs> it's a Louisville black and blue bat. Fuck your bat. <laughs> we were never gonna have enough people for this game. I've already, I think look, everybody was checked out. I think the two week period where we didn't have a game checked out had everybody kind of checked out. Blessing. I've already told this story two times, and I'll tell it thirty more times here at this company. Mm -hmm. Friday, you missed a great one where Roger just says, "Mike, uh, blessings, Maddie." Blessing was there. Oh, Blessing has headphones on. Yeah, Blessing was there. Yeah, Blessing was I might have headphones. Where he was like, you didn't, you didn't sign up for soccer. Mike still hasn't told when me that I, he's not that, coming to ah, soccer, you know by the way. I've heard ah. Mike tell other people that he's not doing soccer. He's not told me that he's not doing <laughs> soccer, captain. just he's so y'all know. Just so you That's how we operate, I've so over, I overheard uh, Cool Greg be like, oh, Mike, you're not, you're not doing soccer? And Mike's like, no. And I'm sitting there like, 
I've, I've been texting you for fucking three weeks. No response. I got his number. Fucking just respond and say, oh, I'm not doing fucking soccer. This is what he's doing to you now is what he kind of did to me for baseball where we had like three different conversations. Just respond to one fucking text. Where we had three different conversations. Like, oh, Barrett, would you be down for baseball? I'm like, yeah. And then the next thing I hear about baseball, y'all have already signed up and the league has already started. Blessing, just so you know. And now he's doing that to you for soccer. He likes to fuck other over people. I paid hundred dollars the sport that they actually like. Yeah, but you can't. You can't. You gotta understand. Mike's coming from a different angle at it. What, what you also <laughs> need to know, know, blessing, is that uh, Mike never formally told me and Barrett that he wasn't moving in with uh, us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, he, oh, he yeah, still yeah. has it. That is, never. Uh, you know, I lost the numbers. I lost. The yeah, numbers. I don't know who's who. I don't know who this is. There's a lot of numbers in this group, Chad. I don't know who is who, and I'm afraid to say. And, who and Roger's is. like, no, Roger's like, why didn't you? You know, what you never told blessing. Why did you tell me to sign up for soccer if you're not gonna sign up for soccer? And Mike is, and Mike is like, look, I was being peer pressured, Roger. <laughs> and, and then they go, and then Joey goes, did you tell Katie that you're not joining the league, which is their roommate? And Mike goes. Yeah, I haven't seen Katie in a week. And she goes, you fucking liar. We were all in the kitchen last night together. He goes, it never came up in conversation. And then Roger keeps getting mad at him. And then Mike goes, look, Roger, I don't want to get kicked in the shins. <laughs> and I was dying of laughter. I was just like, dude, this is so much fun when it's uh, not at your best. Like when it's not affecting you, uh-huh. it's the best. Man, it's the best. <laughs> don't the enable best. him. Don't, don't do that. Because then it's going to come back around to you and then oh, yeah. you're going to get upset. Oh, it always comes back to me. Yeah, yeah. It'll be me for something else it, later on. Just, I still have not been invited in person. Mike has not come up to me and be like, Barrett, do you want to at least come watch us play baseball? Mike has still never looked me in the eyes and told me, Barrett, I'm not moving in with you after we showed him our apartment he was like oh this is the place i, I love this place the phone number lost the phone number <laughs> so let's jump in if i if i sign up with another today. sports league with this man chat i need you to judge me <laughs> don't let me sign up for anything but with we're this gonna guy. have fun in soccer we're gonna have a great time <laughs> you didn't sign up for it's soccer <laughs> you're not gonna be there <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about I mike i can't wait to tell people about soccer you literally <laughs> didn't sign up for soccer can't wait to kick the ball around man Let's jump into the super chats. Joshua D writes in and says, "My biggest hope for the Switch Two is a universal dock, even though, or even if the new ones support 4K, old and new switches to work on all docks." What do you guys think, Bless? Wait, can you say that again? A universal dock? Yeah, he wants a universal dock. He wants my Switch Two and my Switch One to work uh, on the brand new dock. Well, I don't think the dock is going to be what's giving you the 4K content. Like the dock is just going to be putting it on TV. It's just the pass-through mechanic. So, yeah, yeah. The, it's the pass-through. I, I mean, I, okay. I'm assuming with what DLSS is and all that stuff, that's going to be built into the hardware and the chipset. So I think the docks... Well, no, here's the thing. Nintendo's going to make you pay for a new dock. New yeah, dock. no, that's... But you could wish all you want. I think Nintendo's going to make you pay for new hardware wherever they can. What do you guys think about the form factor? Because that's the thing that came to my mind first is like, well, is it going to fit in the dock the right way if it's a new console and it mm-hmm. feels and looks different? Thicker. But then also, what are they going to do to it? I guess they could make yeah. it a bit thicker. Joy-Cons? You and, you and ma- do you imagine new or same Joy-Cons? Like newer what, Joy-Cons. What do you are... think the Switch Two looks like? The exact same thing? I mean, if it's called a Switch Two, I think it looks fairly similar. I think they have something called the Joy-Con Two Point right? Like I think UHD they UHD Rumble. Uh, yeah, UHD Rumble, right? Yeah. As, as opposed oh, to just HD shit. Rumble. UHD yeah, four K Rumble. Joy-Con Two K Twenty Three. Yeah, I think that. I mean, I think uh, it'd be cool and smart to do like yeah, like a DualShock Two, DualShock Three situation of like. Oh yeah, this controller is now the next level uh, uh, Joy-Con. We have the Joy-Con 2.0 that has the 
you waste the rumble. And then finally, we're doing the thing that y'all wanted, which is we're going to give you some some GameCube Joy-Cons. We're going to give you some, like, wild at Mario. Like, game-specific Joy-Cons that take advantage of, like, unique features. Like, if you can give me a Joy-Con that's the fucking Pokemon Pokeball type shit from uh, Pokemon mm -hmm. Go. Mm -hmm. Get crazy. Mm -hmm. I think my thing with, with the Joy-Cons is wondering, like, do the buttons drastically change? Like, are the face buttons larger? Are the sticks different size are they a bit more out and do they stick out of the controller oh, a bit more yeah. like oh how, like how much does that stuff change is what i'm interested in i know button placement will change like the photo button may be a little bit lower or whatever you like there's this gonna be I little want. things like that what if they're not offset sticks switch too? switch around the a and b be. buttons in the x and y buttons just <laughs> Do you Somebody think, needs to do you think this universal? You think yeah, this yeah. is where they make that? Yeah, this is the moment. This is the moment. <laughs> like, hey, let, let's just say fuck it. Xbox, you got it. Let's commit a button on the bottom. We've been doing this since the Super the Nintendo, right. but you know what? Now's the time. Fuck yeah. Because oh, it's still confusing. I can never, if I ever see like a uh, quick time event on Nintendo or Xbox for that matter that just gives me a letter, I'm like, I'm, I'm, fucked. I'm fucked. Yeah, I'm screwed. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, so do you think the dock will be universal though? No. No. I think the dock will be, if there is a dock, I don't know what this thing is, right? But if there is a dock, they're going for the portable thing. I think it will be Switch 2 specific. Dock, universal, or no? Uh, no, because I think the hardware might be a little bit thicker and may not fit correctly. Okay. CJ writes in and says, will we get a state of play announcement later? Blessing. Later, like later this month? Yeah, sure. I think so. You think? Oh, you're thinking we're getting a state of play later this month well, announcement, I we'll call it. Yeah, yeah. Sometime soon, right? Okay. Let's say either September or October. I think there's going to be a state of play. I think one final push for Spider-Man 2 wouldn't hurt, right? Like, hey, let's have okay. a final, cool. even if it's a launch trailer. Really? After already, like, the 15 minutes of gameplay, you think there's more that we need to be? Yeah, seen? why not? Yeah. Okay. I think. I mean, if, I think if you put out, like, a dope-ass story trailer, like mm -hmm. another one, I think that works. I think they're, um, maybe give, a, give an update. I keep talking about Stellar Blade, and it's turned into a meme. But, like, yeah, what is up with that? What's up with Little Devil Inside? What's up with, like, Maybe any game coming out next year. Could we actually get a look at um, PC. at like Conquered or <laughs> Bloodborne PC or Helldivers 2? We still don't have a date for Helldivers 2. I think you have enough to talk about as PlayStation that it, it could be worth doing a state of play. And also Horizon Forbidden West PC. Oh. What's Bluepoint working on? Oh. <laughs> DJ Kenta Ryden says, yo, Andy, have you seen the game Dead Link? Looks like it's 150% your kind of thing. Cyberpunky shooter with fast movement. Lots of style, just like you. Just like you, wow. Very complimentary. Bear, can we pick up a trailer for Dead Link? I, I, have, never, I'm, I have not heard of it, no. Oh, Bear really? gets back. Huh. I hope it sucks. I hope the reviews come out and it's like it's a one out of five. It's a two out of oh, ten. Because yeah. so I don't need another game. Many. Too many games, two games. Yeah, you still got to play Hunt the Night. Bear, are you no, I don't have to play. I played the Dead demo really? and it was fine. Oh, I thought you were going to dig that game. I thought, we, I thought that was an Andy-ass Andy. I played the demo and it was like... Uh, this is not what I thought it was going to oh, be. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I want to read a, a resubscription real quick. Um, what if we did finally did the northeast southwest thing for the controller buttons? N E S W. Oh, wow. S -W, you know? That would be kind of wow, neat. That's crazy, that bro. Neat. That's crazy. I'd like to play this the looks like an action game. Figure. Oh, this oh, looks. This looks awesome. Pretty cool. What was that one game you told us about, Andy? That's like the roguelite Mega yeah, Man style. Yeah, brother, game. the Mega Man style game. Yeah. Crimson, this, Crimson Battler. No, I forgot. Crimson Skies. Uh, but like this gives me a little bit of those vibes, but with a bit more battle neon. shapers. Mm. Yeah, okay. It's like that, but a bit more neon. Okay. Okay. Yeah, battle, battle shapers, by the way, fucking rules, and get ready for that, dude. I think that's this year. 
Hedgy writes, Deadlink is, really? is 91% yeah. positive on Steam with 2K reviews. Oh, awesome. oh yeah. It, it, came like out, playing it, it came out July 27th. Son of a bitch. Get ready to put a sizable Add it to your list, Andy. Dent. A sizable we got dent. a lot of comments to get through, so let's turn and burn this. Bear King says, not sure if y'all talked about this. How do you feel about Apple having top-of-the-line games on a new iPhone? We talked about this. We can skip this. You think it's legit, though? You think it's dope? Apple having top... Yeah, it's cool. Okay. We had a whole yeah. thing. Rewind. Yeah. Rewind. <laughs> Rewind. I'm going to get the phone. I mean, yeah, why wouldn't you? Yeah. You got to get the... Upgrade. If you're an iPhone user, you got to get the new iPhone. Oh, we got we're on fire. We're on fire. Uh oh. Wait, we got this recorded. Uh, how old yeah. is your uh, how, how old is your iPhone right now? I think I'm three generations behind. I usually am in the three to yeah. four year jabroni type. Stuff. That's crazy uh, to me. I you yeah. like with your spending habits. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I always envision. I wish I could do the yearly, but I know I can't. And then I wish that I could do every two years, but then by the second year, I forget. I go to the third year. You know what I mean? Oh shit! I'm already fine. Let's do four. So I'm it, usually three to four. Wow, because it really it, it always seems to me like just every Apple user in my life tells me about the trade-in program and mm, see. You know what it is? Is I like spending money. Yeah, mm. but I like spending money that doesn't seem like a lot of money. Yeah, iPhones seem like a lot of money. That's why I don't buy them. But like NBA 2K asking me for another fifty dollars so I can upgrade my NBA 2K player to hit the streets. You know what I mean? You want your like, player? Yeah, 2K. Yeah, 2K. You, you want an overall seventy-five player to play in our shitty online video game? <laughs> Spend hundred and fifty. I'll tell you what I would in the 2K. Gotta give him a quick compliment. The city looks way better. Remember last year? Oh, really? Dude on the city saying it looks like GTA 3. The city looks better? Uh-oh. Go down one. I take a left, right? Because I talk with Jake from State Farm. I take a left. Right. All He's of a sudden, in the game, yeah. I'm in fucking store alley here. They got Nike. They got Puma. They got Adidas. They got Converse. I walk in. Every motherfucker wants me to give them real world money for the dumbest outfits ever. I need those Nike shoes, though. I he need needs them. Nike. Dad, he needs them. He needs them. <laughs> Here's the deal. A t-shirt, shorts, two pairs of shoes, one for the community and one for, like, NBA games, costs, like, 17000 VC. That's, like, almost 20 fucking dollars. And I'm talking the most generic Nike t-shirt you can imagine. Yeah, but at least the game feels good to play online. <laughs> oh, man, it feels fucking great. <laughs> <laughs> you hit the ride button, your car just run and ride for three more seconds. <laughs> I, gotta, I gotta buy it, gotta buy it, y'all. Uh, for Bethesda's uh, post-launch plans for Starfield, it looks like they're working on city maps. City maps, yeah, that would oh, be Oh, I love helpful. that, love that. Yeah, yeah, you should have saw Washburn pull his hair Maybe have that at launch <laughs> for Starfield, you know? Maybe, have, that, maybe have a city map at launch. Uh, while you all uh, graciously finish up this post show, I'm going to go to the restroom real quick, and then I'm going to be oh, okay. ready for the street. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So I'm going to give you five. You, I'll see you on a little bit. I'll give you six. Give me six. Six give minutes. Give I'm going to give you six minutes. Six minutes. And I'll, I'll finish up a lot of the super chats also on my end over there. Satwood writes in and says, Today is finally my last day at work. Thank you to everyone. Over at Kind of Funny for helping me through those unbearable hours. Also, my name is Sat. Wood is good. Oh, wow. Oh, congratulations. Sat Wood is good. Sat Wood is good. Like the, you took a sat. You sat on wood, okay, and that's wow. good. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I don't know if that's the direction they're taking it. Is sat, I, think, I don't actually know what direction they're taking it. Is sat wood you know wood? exactly what direction I'm taking this, Vlad. Oh, no, I think their name is probably, I'm going to say their name is Sam Atwood. Oh, okay. Or like okay. Stephanie Atwood or something. I think their name is S. Atwood, you, and they're good. You know, I asked I the question earlier so. this morning. Uh-huh. When, did you, when do you think Sam Lake looked at himself in the mirror and said, this is my suits era, and I'm going to wear suits all the time? Like, mm. at what age 
and time. How and long has he been doing what that? Hap- yeah, what happened in his life mm-hmm. where he looked at himself and he said, I'm going to dress like a James Bond villain because, goddamn, I look great. Sat with that. Like that. Is there, what's your first name? Sam if, if it's Sam, then, like, come on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Clairvoyant over here. But I when, got the stuff. When do you think he did that? Because, like, you have your phase of, like, I'm dressing nice, right? Yeah. There's, like, a moment we can, like, no, it was not all a phase. here it was a lifestyle. Well, no, right now, yeah. right? But, like, it started. There was a moment where you're, like, I'm going to start I dressing I think for him, because nice. for me, it right? was. Like, when was it for this guy? For me, it was, you know, I happened to dress nice on one event. Mm-hmm. And, like, the conversation around it was so enticing, right? It was one of those things of, like, yo. You think that's when it came? I think, I think Sam Lake dressed up to an event like, shit, one day, Sam. and he was the shit. Ah. Like, he showed up, and everybody was like, yo, you are rocking that three-piece mm-hmm. suit. And ever since then, he's like, I'm going to live in this I thing. I can't stop. I, I, can't I can't stop wearing these things. Do you think he takes flights in that three-piece suit? Yes. Like, yes. So, really? You think, think he's so. on an airplane dressed like that? Yeah. That would, I think he's in first class. So uncomfortable. Oh, but it's like it's cold on airplanes. So like I, I feel like he's not really? he's not that hot in there, right? Th- we gotta talk. I think he's relaxed in that suit. Like he wears it so well and so naturally and so comfortably. Yeah. That and I would think he's all right in a airplane going across the Atlantic Ocean. Yeah, I think he's in that airplane for 15 hours <laughs> rocking that oh, suit. Holy shit. Yeah. I, I think he sleeps in it. His name is Steven. Steven. Not Sam. Steven Atwood. Okay, I was close though. Arturo. Arturo Tron. The Robo Bartender, thank you for the $5 super chat. You're incredible. Uh, Gerardo is cool. Says, que pasa? Y'all hope the smell, f- the fry smell isn't embedded in your clothes still from Monday. Ate a lot of french fries, bless. Uh, so I was you, jealous. I was sad I liked Oh, really? I thought, I thought you wanted to miss that, to be honest with you, because it was a lot no. of bad french fries. Oh, no, I love french fries. Oh, okay. You want to be on the next kind of munchies? Um, what, I don't, what is it? He, uh, he like has Roger's it's choice. spicy. Like uh, no, uh, spicy food upsets my stomach. Okay, I like okay, spicy okay. food. I like eating it, but the next day it's usually a problem. Mm. I'm just like hunched over, like ah, yeah. By lying yeah. down, like I wake up <laughs> the next morning in this pose right here, just fucking in pain. Uh, Gerardo is cool. Wants to know: Do you think they'll announce adding DS, 3DS, and GameCube tomorrow? No, absolutely not. No, I don't think they're adding GameCube. I'd be shocked if they added. They're definitely not adding 3DS. I'd be shocked if they added DS. Um, I think those are things that you can save for the next yeah. platform now that we're so close. And then also, like those are games that you can port. You know, like we yeah. we got Metroid Prime remastered early in the early in the year. We're getting Luigi's Mansion uh, from the 3DS next oh. year. We, they can port so many of those titles that I think it wouldn't even make sense for them on the yeah. business side to want to have that as like a Nintendo Switch Online thing. You know, I watch a lot of random youtube stuff because i'm not i'm not big on youtube so i usually click like whatever they offer me you know what i mean Mm -hmm. and so i've now gone down a rabbit hole recently of like video game resellers people who own like small mom and grop pop shops right and so it's like this one jabroni he went on an adventure at some convention to only buy nintendo handhelds and bought like seven thousand dollars worth of nintendo handhelds he's buying three ds's that are like six hundred dollars each do you ever think like man you wish you saved some of those because he's like like, the game boy color inbox is a hundred and eighty dollars like that's crazy right now and like i have a tub at home that has a un uh an unsealed copy or no a sealed copy so an unopened copy of summoner 2 for the ps2 and every now and then i check to see how much it's worth how much like 15 (laughs) dollars it's nothing it's nothing but like i never i got i got it directly from volition and like in like 2000 11 2012 something like that and i was like oh there's a ps2 game that's sealed and i hold on to this and i don't touch it maybe it'll be worth maybe thousands of dollars one day 
Wow, you were thinking that far ahead. Good for you. Yeah, and I still have it, and it's nothing. it's not it's nothing. No. Yeah, like the guy bought two Nintendo 3DSs that had the Smash Bros. lineup on them, right? They were the Smash Bros. editions, mm -hmm. and they were like six hundred to eight hundred dollars each. And I was like, God damn. Yeah. Let me look I it up. I never once thought about. It's been a couple years since I looked at Summoner Two. Let me look it up. Summoner Two. Look it up. Look it up. Look it up. New. What do I got? Got to look on eBay or something. Let me yeah, got to eBay. eBay. They all eBay it. They all eBay. It's all on eBay. They all eBay right. and stuff. eBay. Summoner 2 for sale. Uh, what do you got? No, see, see, nobody's, nobody's even offering it. it. That's yeah. the catch. Maybe you got to set the tone. Come in with 200. <laughs> do you want to buy Summoner 2? Just sealed. put 200. 200. $200. See what's happening. See what's happening. Um, we got a super chat coming in. Hey, Bless. Mortal Kombat 1 right around the corner. Who are you going to main? It's a really good question. Great question. Um, Snowbike Mike, Reptile. Oh, really? I'm a reptile guy. I'm going to reptile. I, so in Mortal Kombat 9, I did Scorpion. Uh, Mortal Kombat 10, I did... Um, oh, what was his name? Takashi? Uh, Takeda? Yeah, no, Takeda Takahashi was his name. Okay. Who He is DLC for this game, so he's not out yet. Um, but he was for 10, and then for 11, I did Scarlet. Um, and I also did Jade. Um, and Scarlet, the scary lady with the blood. Yeah, blood lady. Oh yeah, that yeah. was scary lady. He's sick as hell. Yeah, with yeah. all those two, I would kind of like maybe venture into, into Katana, but like I was never that great with Katana. Mm -hmm. I just liked her moveset. So with this game, I think I might start off with Scorpion and make my way from there. Um, yeah, I think Molina looks pretty good in this game, uh, so I might do Molina, and then also um, I don't know. Like it's tough because I also have to figure out my cameos. Nah, smart. Yeah, smart. and so of course. we'll see. I got to mess around. Do you think this is finally the time where you'll bust out the fight stick and main on the fight stick? Well, I'm trying. I've been trying to hit up Razor because, like, I want to see what I want to see what's up with the new Razor Kitsune. I don't think it's out yet. Okay, okay, we got we got a new product that Blessing's looking up. What, but is, what is this? It's another one of those like leverless. It doesn't have a joystick. It's Correct. all buttons. You like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's what I want. Um, and I don't have one of those yet. And like the new Razor Kitsune it looks really nice. It looks really yeah. sleek. And I want to say I've seen like pictures of people online with them already. Blessing wants no. No stick, only no stick, button. Only buttons. And so if you're at Razor and you want to hook a brother up <laughs> with a Razor Katsune, please. I don't know what email I got to email. This please. could be a big moment for you because let's say Razor sends this to you. Mm. You go to Evo yeah. next summer. You compete. You have the product in your hands. Oh, yeah. You're like, yo, shout out to Razor. Started out. from a nobody. Now I'm here at Evo. Yeah, somebody said October, October 31st. That's so far away, though. Um, yeah, and that's the that's that's tough thing, month. too, is that I don't know how good i'm gonna be with it yeah. i'm so used to using my dual sense i'm so used to using controller that's what i've grown up with um yeah right now uh bears brought up in uh, the store page for kitsune 300 bucks uh again that's october uh i don't see it on this page but somebody chats at october 31st yeah razor hit me up because i don't know if i can afford that's that. a good <laughs> that's a good purchase right there that's a purchase you're gonna it seems really cool you got and it. maybe i use it for street fighter as well yeah i mean you use it for everything just becomes you. Yeah, this looks really cool. And it looks sleek. It looks small. I want it. A lot of awesome super chats. Of course, Andy will answer some of those on the other side right now. But we'll finish with these two. Sin Vendetta writes in and says, Will the Starfield 48-hour stream be made, be made available later on YouTube because the Twitch stream disappears forever? Uh, Twitch stream is up. But I know that it will go away in like, what, 60, 90 days. Roger does have all of the KF48 on a hard drive. 
maybe we'll probably put it out there. We will probably put it out there eventually. So yes, keep your eye out. You'll get it eventually. Uh, Fox is Steven Chat says I listen to KHU too much. You can never listen to the show too much. If anything, it's, it's daily. Open it up listen on multiple browsers. Here's the thing, right? If we get to K- if we get KHD YouTube to uh, let's say 30k cons- consistently, I heard they'll make me the new CEO. <laughs> 30k every 30K, single video. Every, every day. single video. Let's so say how I- long? How many, how many months do we have to achieve this? Like just a couple. Just like, enough to where Greg Miller notices and goes, oh, damn. Let, let's say three months. CEO. Let's say three yeah, months. Yeah, three months. Three months. Just, if we can hit 30K on every single game. If you're watching this right now on yeah. video, just open it up in two tabs. Go to your Apple store. That right there will get us there. to the 30K easy. To do it. Yeah, it's just double it up. It's that easy. Just double it up. Holy shit, bless. Yeah. It's that easy. Like right now, we're 15 to 20K average. Double it. On YouTube. Double it. Just double Help it. Out. Ladies and gentlemen. That's been your kind of funny games daily super chat post show. We had some fun. We laughed. Of course, Blessing will be back with more kind of funny content. Andy is going to play Liza P right now ahead of release. So go enjoy over on Twitch. If you watch it on YouTube, there's a brand new link up right now. Go click it. Have some fun. Drive kind of funny games daily to 30K. Goodbye.